1: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. We're
0: back with another episode of the NFL Draft Prospects podcast. Joe DeLeon, Ryan Roberts, Talking about the 2023 NFL draft, we're going to be diving into the five players that have accepted invites to the Senior Bowl, some names that have also been invited to the Shrine Game, some surprises that were not in the grouping of Senior Bowl players but decided to go to the Shrine Game in particular. All that on today's show. Before we get to that, though, folks, I just want to tell you about Bet Online football is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source. For all of your football betting needs this season, you'll find the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. And as you continue to source for all sports wagering info, BetOnline features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports and events like MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. Head to BetOnline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE receive your rewards bet online where the game starts ryan it's finally that time of year again where we're seeing names invited to the senior bowl um there are progressively going to be bigger and bigger names and the crop of five guys are talented players not the biggest names but still five very talented players and i want to start off with the low-hanging fruit here um (laughs) as a fcs guy there were two north dakota state players that accepted invites to attend the senior bowl. That being Cody mock, who's the offensive lineman and then Hunter Lupke, the fullback. Now, mm-hmm. both these guys very talented. And I just got to say separate side note, excited that there's a fullback that was added to the list. And one that was added this early.
1: Is it mock or Moch? I've actually been wondering that. You're I probably right. Mach. I don't know. I don't know. I think know. it's
0: mock. Okay. I'll, I'll probably be corrected at some point.
1: So backstory on mock though, or much, however it's pronounced. He was a, he's taken the, that, kind of that trend that a lot of FCS offensive linemen had taken, Joe, over the years. He was a high school tight end. And if you go look at his bio, he was like a 6'4, 235 pound tight end as a freshman. It's just kept getting bigger and bigger. He's an interesting player because he's not the longest guy in the world. I think he's got 32 and some on inch arms, but he's a really, really nice athlete. So I think there's going to be an internal debate whether Can he stick a tackle? Is he an interior player long-term? Regardless, he's got really nice baseline athleticism for offensive line, and he plays with a big mean streak, man, which Mm -hmm. you shouldn't be surprised watching North Dakota State play, right? Like they're trying to run it down your throat basically every play on offense, and that's kind of how he has been bred to play the game. So impact blocker in the sense that he's a physical player, but he's got baseline athleticism that's very interesting. I wouldn't – be surprised if he was a center long term because I think that he has this type of athleticism to work up to the second level uncovered not great length but a really good athlete for the position and then first fullback to the to the game Ah. pretty dope man it's pretty dope obviously he plays more of a tailback role for North Dakota State is kind of that you know guy that's going to get downhill and run the ball at a high volume but at six foot one 240 ish pounds somewhere in that ballpark Lukey has shown the ability to catch the football. He's run the football. He can block. He's kind of an all-around player. I, I can envision him in one of the Kyle ha- Kyle Shanahan disciples trying to get him as like a West Coast fullback. The guy can kind of do some things out of the backfield, run the football in a pinch, like that type of dude. So, really nice to see that small schoolers get the uh, invites. I remember it was remember two years ago it was Dylan Radens and Spencer Brown yes. got the first two invites. Now you get another. I think last year was Trevor Panning got the first invite. So continues. The FCS guys getting the first invite for the senior bowl.
0: Yeah, I always love it when the FCS guys do get that, that early invite. And and you talked about Mock's background. I think it's really easy to say, oh, FCS lineman, North Dakota State offensive lineman, is just going to be some big, hulking, stiff mass. Like he's not going to be able to yep. move. But yep. as everyone does know about these North Dakota State offensive linemen, they're typically really good athletes. And his background as a tight end and anyone who – wants to go find the really funny picture of Mach when he was a recruit, he was tiny compared to what he is now. Like he was like 215, 220 pounds. And now he's massive. And that athleticism really shows up on tape. And there's a reason why he has always been considered to be an all American type offensive lineman at the FCS level. He's like a, I like a total lock to have gotten this invite for me, like for an FCS guy, there's not that many huge, huge names this, this cycle. So for him to be thrown in there makes a lot of sense. But, heck, I don't think this is too crazy to say, but I think that in some instances, Lubke might be able to be utilized as an actual halfback, like as an actual running back. And I know it's a little bit aggressive to project the fullback to do that stuff, but I just in general, not a lot of offenses use fullbacks that often. And the yeah. only reason why I'm saying that he can do that is he is one of the few college fullbacks in the country that get as much usage as he does. Again, those receptions out of the backfield, the handoffs that he gets, the abilities that he, he's taken over multiple games in the playoffs when they've needed him to. Uh, I don't think it's a stretch, not saying he's going to get drafted early, but it's
1: he has the capability to get some touches uh, potentially maybe at the next level. Well, and Malk, just kind of circling back to him real quick, Joe, the best thing that teams do now is, you know, when you're on their roster and you're on their bio and now you can hit the historical tab on the bios and it shows how (laughs) they've progressed through the years. Cody Malk is hilarious, man. He went from a ginger freshman with short hair to a, he is now a Viking as a senior man like he is just he's got the gap in his tooth and he just looks like (laughs) a bad dude man like I would not mess with him so that one's cool but to your point about Lukey if that does happen Joe that that trajectory does happen you know who he's going to be compared to right like Peyton Hillis. Hillis. that's that's who he's going to be compared to man I've said it before he's got a little Peyton Hillis in him and if if there's
0: a way for him to be utilized that way I think he's got it in him. Like I think he yeah. has it in him not to rush for a thousand yards, but so to he's going like, to
1: be on the cover of Madden one time and then fall. Exactly. Earth. Yeah. <laughs> but like,
0: my my main point is that he could turn into a really nice change of pace running back. I just don't think there's a lot of running backs in the NFL that warrant getting carries. And he's mm-hmm. one of those few guys as a potential rookie that could, you know, that be that spell type of guy, that short yardage type of guy.
1: Well, I think at worst, he's a guy that presents a lot of versatility to a backfield, which is going to be obviously a big selling point, right? Like he can catch right. the football. He can block. We said he can run a little bit in you know, certain situations. And he's probably going to be a premier special teamer. Like I can imagine oh, him absolutely. being a, co- a coverage unit guy at 237, 240 pounds. So he's got a sticking point to him, which is always nice to see when you play a position that not every team tends to value.
0: Now, the other – Two guys that we had invited um, that I didn't—I don't have, I think, as much info on. And I want to talk about Dorian Williams in a second. But Cameron Young from Mississippi State accepted his invite, defensive mm-hmm. lineman, and then Nick uh, Saldaveri, offensive lineman from Old Dominion. You've brought them both up to me, but as yeah. we know, I don't think anyone on this planet watches as much film
1: as you do. So I know that you've got tidbits on both these guys. Yeah, Sadovary is an interesting one. I wasn't expecting him to get an invite, to be honest. I had watched him a little bit over the summer because I was watching Old Dominion's tight end, Zach Koontz, who's a former Penn State transfer. Sadovary is definitely an interesting football player. I do think that Jim Nagy kind of hit it down with the invite where he kind of said, this is a college offensive tackle who's probably a center at the next level because he's a pretty solid athlete, just kind of positionally, again, kind of like what I was saying with with Malk. he lacks a little bit of that length to maybe last outside full time but a player that as a center from an athleticism standpoint an interesting interesting player and then the other one Cameron Young the defensive tackle nose tackle from Mississippi State Joe this kid I'm, I'm about to, I'm about to relook this up real quick cuz he has some of the craziest length if i remember correctly he was on the NFS report this year which for people that don't know that is the system that you have for guys that are entering the NFL the next year. So Cameron Young at six foot three and a half to 316 pounds, good size. He has 35 and an eighth inch arms, Joe. He's got plus 35 inch arms playing that nose tackle position for Mississippi state. So my guy is long, super long and he's a powerful kid, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's going to get extension in the run game. Is he a twitchy player? No. Is he going to give you off you much as, as a pass rusher at the next level? No. But as a guy that can present some early down opportunities as a run stopper, that's kind of what Cameron Young presents to a football team. So he's an interesting player. I'm very curious to see Saldaveri, though, at the, at the Senior Bowl because I'm interested to see – just what positions they line him up as. Like I said, Jim already hinted something about him playing center. Is he going to see some reps at guard? Is he going to still get some reps at tackle to see if the athleticism is enough to overcompensate for the length? I think there's a lot of opportunities and a lot of interesting, you know, just kind of intrigue for me to kind of see how positionally he lines up at the senior bowl.
0: And that's always like so important for these smaller program guys the the group of five the high-end fcs guys to get placed in these one-on-one drills and we talk about it all the time on the show that has to be the the biggest opportunity for any position group to rise because you usually have a good sense of what certain guys can do but in these one-on-one situations throwing in offensive linemen who on a week-to-week basis are not getting premier pass rush talent Going up against them, but on top of that, being placed at different positions where they're likely projected at the next level is really beneficial for their draft stocks. I think of one guy in particular off the top of my head that fits that perfectly, which is Cole Strange. The guy went in the first Mm -hmm. round after the performance that he had at the Senior Bowl. Before that, he was a relative unknown. He was someone that people were saying, maybe a day three. I, and I think you were both, we were both willing to say, maybe this is a late day two kid, the way that he looked, the way that he matched up playing at at center and guard. He's got those capabilities. And, you know, as you're talking about with this old Dominion kid, he might be one of those players, you know, maybe if he, if he punches inside and has a really good week.
1: Joe it is so crazy man because I mean you said it perfectly right positional flexibility and the ability to play multiple positions makes offensive linemen more and more valuable it is crazy to be recording right now though because recording here on a Thursday afternoon and these senior bowl th- um, lists are now starting to roll in Joe I'm kind of keeping tabs on the Twitter right now and I think we have three guys that just accepted invites within like oh, the are, last you ser- hour. are you serious? So, I'm serious uh, man. We want to roll through him real quick? We can roll through him real quick. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm going to make sure I post this immediately. So who else was invited? Tyson Badgent, the quarterback out of Shepard, Division two kid. Okay. Funny, he uh, he was technically a senior last year, went back for his fifth year this year. I tried to get him to come to the College Gridiron Showcase last year, but he obviously didn't come out. <laughs> and uh, really I guess, benefited him. Yes, it sure did, and I can guarantee he will not be down in Dallas-Fort Worth this year for the College Gridiron Showcase, so he's a bigger kid. I think they had him at like 6'3 and some change, 215 pounds, 9-plus-inch mm-hmm. hands, so he kind of fits the profile, and Joe, he just set the all-time record for touchdown passes in Division Two history. I think he just threw his 151st career touchdown, so Funny. he's just r- ridiculous numbers during his career at Shepard. So he's a player that just got invited. My alma mater, Joe, actually. I only spent a year oh. there. I only spent a year there, but Frostburg State got an invite. So offensive, offensive lineman out of Frostburg State. Gottlieb Aedzi, who is a left tackle out of Frostburg State. He was also on the NFS list, if I remember correctly. Going to look up Frostburg State real quick here. So, yeah, he was on there, and he is six foot four, even, 308 pounds, with 33 inch arms, has an over an 80 inch wingspan. He had a near-draftable grade in the spring. So, interesting player out of Frostburg State. First time I've ever heard of a Frostburg State mm. player getting invited, which is did, pretty wild. Did you have any idea? Like, was that somebody that no. at all was on your – He's there's always that one guy that it's like, okay. <laughs> he's, he's in like – he was in like a bunch of like – So, like, there's a few intriguing small schoolers this year, like the Mike Edwards kid from Campbell that I know you saw kind of live and in person. There was Quentin Barrow, who's a Division II player. I think he's out of Grand Valley State. Like, there's some small school offensive linemen. He's kind of in that group, but apparently the senior bowl likes him. I I haven't seen the film on him, obviously. But Jim says he has, you know, really good feet and, you know, kind of upside to develop. So he's the second one. And then the last guy that just got invited was a Louisville defensive end named Mm. Yaya Diaby, who is verified at 6'3 and 7'8", 270 pounds, and he has 33-plus inch arms, so he has an 80-inch wingspan as well. He's more of your five-tech, kind of big-end type that has a lot of physicality to him plays with the hair on fire. He's not a true outside rusher type, right? Like he's more of a, a speed to power converter, but has some strength, has has some pop in his hands. So an interesting edge setter, kind of hustle player as, as a pass rusher as well. So a couple of interesting players that just got their invites.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure by the time I post this, which I'm going to try to post it immediately, <laughs> there's going to be like yes. 15 more guys that are invited. No, but like in all seriousness, this is something that just kind of gradually rolls in. And I think we're going to try to update them progressively over time, just every so often with, you know, who's getting invited. But those
1: guys are all talented. We'll go go ahead. I was just going to say, Joe, the the coolest thing that Senior Bowl does, aside from giving these kids opportunities, is I do love the stuff that Jim Nagy does with traveling to the schools and presenting the invites in person, especially the small school kids, man. Like, it means a lot. It is really cool.
0: I remember when Adam, like, he usually does it with the small school kids. And I remember when Adam Troutman was... Invited, and I actually interviewed Adam Troutman on the FCS show a couple weeks after that. And hearing his perspective on it was really freaking cool. Like hearing him say, like, yeah, I you know, I I wasn't expecting it. Like, there was I I knew I was going to the shrine game at the very least. There were possible murmurs of it, and then Mm -hmm. you know, our coach calls us down at the end of practice, and I was completely stunned, but I was excited. Like, that's like the 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 gist of it, and it is really cool for these guys that when they showed up at their school, when they were freshmen had probably wouldn't, if you told them that they were going to be playing in the senior bowl, they probably would have called you crazy. And it's, it's, it's great to see that
1: these, these opportunities pop up without a doubt, without a doubt. It's the, it's the best part, man, is to see, especially the small school kids, which is why I love that. Jim always starts with, you know, some, you know, FCS offensive lineman or whatever it is to kind of get everything kicked off the last four. I mean, literally it's been an FCS offensive lineman from the, from the, uh, from the Missouri Valley the last three years. And it's just awesome to see Mm -hmm. those type of reactions with his teammates and his coaches. And because for most of these guys, the smaller school kids, like we just mentioned, Cody mock was a 230 pound tight end as a freshman, I mean, we had Spencer Brown on the show. He was a 210-pound freshman, and eventually, he's a 320-pound offensive tackle going to the Senior Bowls. Like these kids are usually players that have worked very hard, have had major transformations, and have had really to grind for everything they have. So that's just a cool part of this process. I want to hit on
0: Dorian Williams, and then I want to talk about some Shrine Game stuff really quickly to wrap us. But you're missing uh,
1: another Senior Bowler, by the way. Someone else was just invited. I think he was invited yesterday, but it kind of fell through the cracks a little bit, Joe. So while well, while you go ahead, yes. no, no, no. Go with Dorian Williams. And then we'll circle so, back. So while while you're looking him
0: up, for those that don't remember or didn't tune into our rankings that we had at the beginning of the season for linebackers, I put Dorian Williams as my number five linebacker, and I think he fits perfectly as an early senior bowl invite. Tulane's been playing really great this year. He's not the primary reason for their success, but I think that he's the best player on their defense. And their defense, like, they've got one of the best, I think, run defenses in the country. I forget I had the stat pulled up yesterday. But statistically, they have one of the best defenses in in a number of categories against a lot of their opponents and quality opponents, like Kansas State is one of their wins. Dorian Williams is just that that guy that clean tackler, really good instincts. Not big, not super twitchy, not going to be like a, you know, a 4-4 guy, but he's just super clean, uh, you know, across the board, not a lot of issues with his technique. Again, the tackling to me is what I really wrote down on on my notes on him that really impressed me. And like heck, maybe this is like a, a late to mid-day 2 player that plugs in, in in somebody's defense and has like 100 tackles and you're like who the hell is this this Dorian Williams kid?
1: Yeah, he's he's a really fun player. He's like an energizer bunny on the defense. I mean, he started early in his career a couple years ago. He was playing more kind of in space. as like that displaced Sam kind of overhang defender. And he's gradually kind of morphed himself into like more of a true inside linebacker. Still not perfect mm-hmm. in that spot because he's just a little bit of a lighter player. But he will run down and he will kill you in the run game, man. Like he's got a lot of pop in his pads, which tells me, special teams upside early on and he's got some versatility as far as he's played in coverage he's played in space he's played stack he's done a lot of a lot of things so he's just for me Dorian Williams is a player that you were just like oh he just made a roster for the fifth straight year you know and <laughs> while he might never be a starting player maybe he'll just be a core team special team or in a key reserve like that's oh, you're Dorian not as
0: high on him as I am
1: but I mean, look, look, he, he's got good eyes and he's a physical player. So could he latch on as a part time starter for a team? It could happen. I just I don't know if I see full time starter the next level. I see more key reserve special teamer than like a substantial volume player. But we'll see. We'll see how right, it works fair. out. Who is the guy that I missed? So Princeton wide receiver, Joe. Oh, so
0: I, I could have sworn he was invited. I could have sworn he was. he was, and I was like, why isn't his name up there anywhere?
1: So yep. continue. I didn't mean to cut you off. So Andre, A N D R E I, Iosevis, 6'2, 78, so 6'3, 201 pounds, 32 and an eighth inch arms, 77 inch wingspan, wide receiver out of Princeton, Joe, who is a originally apparently from uh, from um Hawaii from Honolulu, Hawaii. So interesting player. And when you look into just kind of his general background, he's a track kid. So he runs track for Princeton. He has a notable track background as a sprinter. And apparently he is a kid that is rumored that could potentially run in the high four twos, like four, two, four, three flat. Like he's that type of kid. I've seen some clips from some of my scouting buddies. He, so he doesn't get on top of guys as well as you would expect for a guy that supposedly runs that fast, but he's got good length, he's got good hands, and he wins in the air surprisingly well. But he, I'm told that he is going to blow things up. I'm pretty sure he was on Feldman's freak list as well, but supposedly yeah. high four two athlete and like a 40-inch vert kid, like he's going to test out out of the gym apparently. He has
0: consistently been working up his draft stock since the first game that Princeton played. They uh-huh. have been using him a ton and his, and his production and his quality of play has just gotten better and better every single week. I was talking to a former Princeton player who played with him and just said that the guy is fantastic. Like he is a great athlete, great kid. So for him to get this opportunity is, is huge. And he, again, he might be one of those guys who yeah, to the, to the nerds like us, we know about him. We know about Mm -hmm. Andre, but for the average fan, that's going to tune into the senior bowl and the senior bowl coverage, the week before and during it and going to be like, where did this kid come from? Like he could be one of those guys, you know, like a Christian Watson type week, not to get drafted that high, but to have like a huge week where everyone's buzzing and talking about him because I'm sure he's going to burn a couple of dudes
1: and he's going to have some crazy plays. So I'm just looking up his track and field numbers, Joe. He was mm-hmm. first team all American in 2022 as a heptapalon. So that's wow. like the combination of a bunch of different events. He ran a seven. In the sixty meter, ran um, what's fifteen three in the pole vault. He has one hundred fifty four and and uh, one hundred fifty four feet nine inch javelin throw, forty five and two and a half in the shot put. He has done the long jump, a very good number there. He's high jumped. He's run the sixty meter hurdles, run the hundred, has run the four hundred. He's done everything for his for his uh, program in track and field. So this is just a all around impressive athletes that I think is still learning how to be a really good football player, but obviously the athletic traits are there for him.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Very, very talented kid. And another talented kid that it was surprising that he did not receive an invite Mm -hmm. um, and ended up going to the shrine game. And maybe he does get one is a player who we had ranked very highly in this year's receiver class. That is Zay Flowers from Boston college. Now, yeah. It seems as if the disastrous season for Boston College, as they've been terrible this year, might have impacted his projection because Mm -hmm. of his production has not been as good. Dracovic has not played as well. The offensive line has been really bad. That team overall has been really, really underwhelming. And he's going to the Shrine game. And that's no knock on the Shrine game. It's just unexpected
1: because you would think a kid like that would be picking the Senior Bowl first. And and like you said, it's not out of the realm of possibility that he does end up at the Senior Bowl because again, this is just early invites, right? Like he might get an invite to the Senior Bowl and just kind of pass on the Shrine Bowl invite and end up in Mobile rather than ending up in Vegas. So you never do know. Ultimately, though, if the Shrine Game's able to hold on to to uh, Zay Flowers, it's a great pickup for that Man, he is because he's a tremendous football player. I think that the NFL may be somewhat lower. On flowers, than maybe some of the media are, but I think that they're going to end up being wrong, if I'm being completely honest, man. This kid is a dynamic athlete who has continued to be productive amidst bad offensive line play, quarterback play that's been hurt and inconsistent throughout his career. So, this is a dynamic player, has shown the ability to win on all three levels. Big gift for the shrine, but ultimately, I would not be surprised if he's in Mobile. I do think he's that good.
0: So very talented list of players so far. Again, we're going to continue to update as we get more guys coming in each week. We're going to talk about the names that are going to be playing at the next level, and hopefully we end up making that trip. Wow, I am getting blasted with emails. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then hopefully we make that trip to Mobile and we get to watch these guys in person. At Joe Delio and at Rise and Draft, thank you all for tuning in. We'll be back with more NFL Draft coverage next week.